Tom Wilson is headed to the All-Star Game. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked on Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's Terms of Use for more details. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about Leonard and Chesley helping the U.S. take down the Finns and move on to the gold medal game. A little bit later, we will talk about who else on the Capitals could have been selected for the All-Star game. But just to get it going here, it was official that Tom Wilson was announced as being selected on this year's All-Star Game. And I think deserving, all things considered. I think that he brings a lot to this team. He has the leadership, in my opinion, going to be the future captain of this team. So I think that he was deserving, all things considered. And you know, the funny thing about it is, is that he gets a lot of grief around the NHL about, you know, he's just this goon. He's just this tough guy. He doesn't really have any skills We'll just take a look at the back of his hockey card, and that would uh, state otherwise that he is a multidimensional player. That, sure, he does have a physicality in his tool set, but he also has the ability to resist getting into fights. He's a good goal scorer. He's a good leader. And not only that, a great guy just in general uh, in D.C. as he's involved in a lot of different activities. But, uh, you know, again, deserving. And it was a special moment uh, for Tom Wilson. Uh, was a selected to appear in the All-Star game. Was he the right choice uh, or was there a better option on the Capitals? And I will discuss that a little bit more in the second segment. But Tom Wilson was the one that was selected. What better way to find out than by your dad? on video in the locker room. And if you didn't get a chance to see the video clip on the Washington Capitals Twitter feed, all the players were sitting in the locker room as Spencer Carberry was talking about, you know, this and that. And he goes, but everyone pay attention. I got to play a video and I want you to all watch this very close. And it was Tom Wilson's dad telling him that he was going to be playing in the All-Star game in Toronto, Tom Wilson's hometown it didn't, doesn't get any bigger than that. And um, everyone cheered him on. You know, Of course, everyone on the team loves him, that kind of thing. They were cheering so loud that they said, now, okay, now can you rewind it and play it uh, over again? So a special thing for Tom Wilson. Again, I think he's deserving. Um, and also just special, again, because it's in his hometown. He's going to have a lot of relatives there. So a really a special thing for him there. Wilson so far has 11 goals in eight assists for 19 points in 36 game, but it's much more than that. 
Wilson is to the NHL icon status that can back it up with his stats and his play on the ice. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to say that he, you know, is just leaning on his like icon status, but he's kind of growing into that level of being like an icon in the NHL that, you know, if you aren't from the DC market, it's really easy to not like him, just given the fact that he's not afraid of standing up for himself, his team, the younger players on the team that, you know, if you're going to mess with any of them, you're going to have to answer to me first. He's like the sheriff of the team, if you will. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing. I remember a game last year when the Capitals were playing the Coyotes is that there were guys mixing it up in the corner and all he had to do was just skate into the vicinity and everything broke, uh, you know, everyone scattered apart. And it's interesting that, uh, you know, just his reputation and just the deterrent factor of what could be, I think, uh, is not necessarily quantifiable. Those aren't necessarily the things that show up on the back of a hockey card is, you know, uh, what kind of intimidator is he, that kind of thing. Generally speaking, uh, when you think of an intimidator, uh, you think of a Reeves, you think of a Maroon, which that is pretty much the only skill in their skill set is being a tough guy. Now, if that's all Wilson had in his skill set was just being a tough guy, then he would be that single dimensional player. But um, he is near the top second in goals for the Capitals and deserving for, for what he's getting there. Uh, to earn that honor, someone who brings offense but also does everything he can for the team and put the team in front of himself, plays the right way every night. I think he's a heck of an accomplishment for Willie Carberry said, and it is. And um, again, I don't know how much factors into the, to the fact that they're playing in Toronto this year, but just a really uh, special moment for Tom Wilson. Um, as you know, like I said, there was a lot of uncertainty this past off season. You know, I spoke about it as much. If you're an everyday of the show, you know, I spoke about that. There was trade rumblings, uh, that Tom Wilson was going to get dealt out of Washington. And a lot of that emanated from insiders. Um, and most notably, Stephen Wino uh, was on the daily face off saying that he saw, thought that was a possibility. I thought it was a possibility and people are like, well, Dan, why did you think that there was a possibility Tom Wilson gets traded is because he carries a tremendous amount of value. Um, so, you know, at the time the capitals were all in and still are looking for that top six scoring forward. So in order to obtain a player like that without mortgaging the farm, you're going to have to give up a big player as it turns out. Uh, Brian McClellan was rather irritated, and I believe it was Tarek El-Bashir asked him about it, if any of that's true. And Brian McClellan had a look on his face that one of his uh, former teammates said, you could tell when Brian McClellan is serious and you better shut up, is he said, I don't know who's saying it, but it's not happening, and I don't want to hear anything more about it. Um, and I think that you know, uh, in the off season there, they had the breakdown video with Tom Wilson. And he said that he wanted to come back here, but he left some kind of cryptic messages uh, saying that stranger things have happened. I love playing in Washington, but stranger things have happened, you know, kind of just opening the door to the possibility that potentially he would be willing to move somewhere. And I know that in these, uh, you know, press conferences, they say, I don't want to go anywhere. I love this team as they should. Uh, but in this case, it was true. It was mutual. Wilson wanted to stay here. Brian McClellan and the Capitals and the fans wanted to, for him to stay here. And it's interesting that he's just kind of really taken off this year. 
despite the fact that he's coming off, you know, he had that ankle injury and a knee injury that uh, his physicality is still at level 10 and brings a lot to the game. Um, and you take a look at this team, most notably Alex Ovechkin, who I'll talk about a little bit later in the show, is definitely kind of entering into the twilight part, the back nine of his career, if you will. And there needs to be a leader that emerges. And we know that Nick Backstrom uh, most probably, most likely will never play hockey again. I would be most surprised if we see Backstrom on the ice with the Capitals ever again. I know that he's kind of still with the team and he kind of skates around on the ice, but all the reports and the videos indicate that he's just skating around in his street clothes. And I think that, uh, you know, he's ultimately still trying to do what he can. Uh, so they need leaders, a new wave of leaders. And I know that, you know, Tom Wilson isn't necessarily a spring chicken anymore. It's interesting how time flies. Um, but uh, they need that leader um, as we, you know, I, I don't know how many years uh, Alex Ovechkin has left. I know what his contract indicates, but if he is uh, intent on passing Gretzky, I think that he will require an extension. But in any event, I think that Tom Wilson is the heir apparent to that captain leadership role on this team. And even though he's not the captain right now, he's kind of taken on that role because Ovi has struggled. He's turned it on here as of late, um, but uh, he is not, you know, he's he's lost a bit of a step, I guess I'm going to say, uh, but uh, he's trending in the right direction, but it's good that you have that plan in place uh, for when Ovi finally does hang up the skates. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about, I know that Tom Wilson got selected. I just talked about it, but is there any other options that the Capitals could have selected? I'll talk about that coming up. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live, same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and more. And let me tell you something, guys, if you're watching football on a Sunday afternoon, saying you're watching the Commanders or the Ravens, and you're not that into it, open the FanDuel app, put a little bit of money on the game. It makes watching the game that much more exciting. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So in the first segment, I spoke of that Tom Wilson was selected to play in the All-Star Game in Toronto, but was there another option? Could they have gone in a different direction? Um, it's interesting that uh, Alex Ovechkin was not selected. Interesting and not interesting. I'll talk about that in a bit here. But th the other player that's kind of glaring to me that could have been selected was Dylan Strom. Drafted third in 2015, has had a breakout season for the Capitals. 
it's funny, but he wasn't given a qualifying offer by the Blackhawks. They have to be kicking themselves over that right now. And I think that Dylan Strom came into this team with a chip on his shoulder, like, really, Blackhawks? You aren't going to give me a qualifying offer? And he sought greener pastures with the Capitals and has exceeded my expectations. I knew that he was a good player. I ultimately didn't understand why the Blackhawks did not offer him a qualifying offer, but their loss is the Capitals game. Um, you know, he wasn't selected to be in the All-Star game, but there is still a possibility that he could, uh, he, want, uh, he wanted to be selected, but could still get the fan vote. So there is still the potential that even though he did not make, you know, the main selection, that he could still get selected in the fan vote. I knew that Strom had goal scoring potential, but never thought he would be playing as great as he has this season. Far exceeding my expectations, and this team has needed a leader, hasn't it? Uh, generally speaking, if you want to take a look here over the last, uh, you know, decade uh, or more, there is that uh, Alex Ovechkin has been the leader. He's been the captain. He's been the guy that's taken the bull by the horns and scored the goals, but he's dipped this year. And the, and the, as of late, he's been playing better, but still... The Capitals needed someone to step up and be that goal scorer. Kuznetsov really hasn't been that. Nick Backstrom stepped away from the game. Tom Wilson, of course, as we know, was selected, has played a huge role. And surprise, surprise, Anthony Mantha has been a pleasant surprise. That came out of left field. Everyone wrote him off for dead and said, hey, get him out of here. Whatever it takes, you know, bundle him up with someone and get him out of here. Good thing that didn't happen as he has been a real steady force on the Capitals. But Dylan Strom, if they would have selected him, it would have made sense. This season, he has 13 uh, goals so far and projected to hit 30. Uh, he has uh, 22 points on the season that are only second to the great eight who has 24. So, you know, again, he could have been selected and still could be selected by the fan vote. I don't, you know, necessarily think that's going to be the case. Dylan Strom is a known name around the NHL, but I think that things are changing a little bit in the NHL as of late. We know that there are superstars in the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, but there's not as many superstars. Uh, that was the notion at least a few years ago, but that's changed a little bit and it's helped uh, primarily by some of the young talent that's come into the league. Connor Bedard had, you know, he set Chicago on fire. I mean, people were buying his jerseys nonstop. They sold out uh, of his jerseys when he first got signed. So this youth infusion has kind of changed things. So I think to a certain extent that players like Dylan Strom are overshadowed by some of the younger flashier players out there that are faster, better skaters, better stick handlers, better puck movers, that kind of thing. So I do think that it's possible that Dylan Strom gets selected. I just don't think that it's too uh, likely. Not a knock on him. I would select him, uh, but I am not involved. Uh, the kind of surprising but not really surprising news is that Alex Ovechkin wasn't chosen this year. As we know, he's played in the All-Star game for years. He's even, you know, not shown up before. Uh, but we remember back in the, in the good old days when he had came in with the big cowboy hat on and his hockey stick was on fire, all of that fanfare. This is an older Alex Ovechkin. And, um, you know, beside the fact that he's not lighting up the score sheet, um, you know, he still 
he's still obviously a huge name, number two all time in goals. But I think that ultimately what it was, was, you know, how are you going to select Alex Ovechkin when he has not scored enough goals this year? Uh, not surprised because he's off to the slowest start goal-wise in his career. Surprising because of what he stands for. It's funny, but I could have seen him get chosen just because of who he is. At the same time, I understand that another player was more deserving. And I think that that would have sent a bad message to uh, other players that, you know, are lighting it up out there that you're really going to select Alex Ovechkin and, and he's just way behind this year um, when I'm more deserving. So it's an interesting thing that, uh, you know, to see Alex Ovechkin not playing in the All-Star game this year um, or as of right now. Um, but, um, you know, that things are changing. He's getting older. And, you know, when you take a look at it, things don't get easier for you. I can attest to that. As you get older, they get more difficult. And, uh, you know, maybe he better lay off the Coca-Cola in his water bottle and stop the, you know, heavy diet of pasta, you know, carbon up there. But that also can kind of slow you down. <laughs> I kid about Alex Ovechkin. But when you take a look at the young elite players, they eat, you know, uh, chicken, boiled chicken and broccoli. And they live a pretty lean lifestyle that, um, you know, to a certain extent, I know that Alex Ovechkin is not in poor shape by any means, but uh, there's something, you know, that, I mean, I know that he's, he's stepped up here as of late, but there still seems to be something a bit amiss. Uh, he seems to be finding his groove a little bit more. I hope that that groove continues and he starts to kind of turn it on. The Capitals could really use Alex Ovechkin engaged right now. But um, so surprised, not surprised that Alex Ovechkin wasn't selected in Dylan Strom really should have been selected. I don't think that maybe he should have been selected over Wilson, but he should have made it into there somehow. Uh, it's just not the way it's worked out so far anyway. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about Leonard and Chesley and how they ultimately lifted the U.S. over the fins and what it means for them in the gold medal game on Friday. I'll talk about that coming up. It's almost the halfway point of the season, and the Capitals really need to start winning. Regardless where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports, and especially Daily Fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. And let me tell you something, guys. I wasn't the kind of guy that was that big into fantasy sports until I found Sleeper. And let me tell you something, I love it. To win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Capitals fans. You could win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your pick so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So we knew that Ryan Leonard was going to be a great player when he was selected last summer. Um, we knew that he has a physical game. We know that he has an engine that keeps plays alive. He's a good playmaker. He's got that physical flair to his game. But uh, I think that he is kind of just uh, projecting and being a lot bigger 
than I think that a lot of people thought. People had him pegged as, as being a huge player on the Capitals, but I think that he has far exceeded everyone's uh, expectations. We know that the Capitals were all in on Mishkov or Benson. Those were the true insiders. But when Leonard was available, Ross Mahoney and the Capitals staff did the right thing and knocked it out of the park. He's killing it at Boston College, and many Capitals fans are saying, we need him here right now. I've said as much. Um, is he going to join the team next year? Uh, historically speaking, that generally doesn't happen. I know that if teams are truly deplorable, uh, like the Columbus Blue Jackets, that of course, we'll take Fantilli, we'll do whatever to get some wins out there. But I think the capital should take the patient approach. If he's ready, I'm all in. But if they perceive that he's got some more time to marinate, uh, whether it's in Hershey or, or the Stingrays, whatever the case may be, or, you know, playing another year in college. I guess it just depends on what route he plans to take. If he, you know, plays another year at Boston College, uh, I ultimately don't think, you know, now that I think about it, he's probably not going to spend hardly any, uh, if at all time in the AHL or ECHL. When he's done in college, if he continues on this trajectory, the arrow's going straight up and he'll probably land on the Capitals sooner than later. And Chesley, what do we know about Chesley? The Capitals were so in on Chesley that they traded Vitek Vanacek the, to the New Jersey Devils so they could take their pick and select Chesley. And what did they get? Two players that have knocked it out of the park, uh, respectively, at Leonard with Boston College and Chesley playing for the University of Minnesota. And how have they played here lately? Uh, Ryan Chesley and uh, Leonard uh, helped the Team USA advance with a comeback victory over Finland. Uh, th th those players were excited. I saw the footage of them skating off into the locker room, fist pump. They were excited. Um, they'll be playing in the gold medal game at the IIHF World Junior Championships. It was a statement win when the Finns had a two to nothing lead. And it would have been easy, you know, you've seen it with the Capitals before that, you know, we're losing. We're going to just kind of sink into our shell and just, you know, wait for the final horn to sound, but not this case. This is the new young generation that have something to prove. Team USA trying to make a statement. It was that statement when Chesley helped set up Will Smith for the game tying goal. It was Chesley's first point of this tournament here. Uh, Leonard was on fire on the third line, skating with Gabe Perot and Will Smith. Some pretty good company to be skating with, I guess I got to say. This new wave of players, you know, you just take a look at the players that I mentioned there. Chesley, Will Smith, Gabe Perot, Will Smith. Um, huge. I think that this team is going to have superstars, the likes that we have not seen in a long time. And I think that there's a lot of things they're getting kids involved in hockey younger. There's an utmost importance put on fitness, um, you know, hitting the weight room where, you know, you take a look at a lot of the old players, you know, you take a listen to, uh, Craig Lachlan, uh, Craig Lachlan, and he talked about having a beer and a hot dog, uh, before he played the game. And some of the guys even smoking a cigarette, those players, I'm not trying to diminish what kind of player they, those, they were back in the day, but there is of utmost importance about physical fitness. A lot of them even have nutritionists, even at a young age and uh, trainers, that kind of thing. And it's paid off. These players are fast, great skaters, great puck movers, and the proof's in the pudding as Team USA in particular is knocking it out of the park. Uh, the gold medal game is on Friday. Must see TV. Uh, this There hasn't been must-see TV like this since Seinfeld and Friends. I would like to see this. Why in particular Chesley and Leonard 
because of my capital's interest, of course, but also just to see the other young players playing for Team USA. It's exciting. If this doesn't get you excited as a Capitals or even just a hockey fan in general, you better check your pulse and maybe question if you're that big of a fan in the first place. But a great victory uh, for Chesley, a great win for Leonard and the entire team as they had that pushback to play and win a really tough game when they were down two to nothing to a really great Finnish team. And they won. What else? You know, a win is a win and a loss is a loss. And they picked up the dub. And that is what is important. I think that looks good on the resume for these players. Listen, we saw what happened when Connor McMichael and Hendricks LaPierre and those young players won uh, the Calder Cup last season. That all of a sudden these players that were kind of quiet, young, meek players kind of this year walking around the locker room like with some swagger because they know they've accomplished a lot. I think to a certain extent that's also going to translate to these players that are lighting it up in the junior championship there as well. Uh, you got to expect that Leonard knows he's a great player, but he, you know, add, say they win the game. Uh, and even, even if they don't, uh, I mean, they've had a great series thus far, is that that's a pretty good thing to put on your resume, both for Chesley and Leonard and the rest of the players that are playing on the team is they had that pushback and they were involved in something really special. Uh, excited about it for Team USA, excited about it for the future of the Capitals because the season this year is kind of meh. It's a little bit lacking in the luster department, if you will, that uh, I think that uh, the Capitals will be good, really good in years to come. It's just being patient. Much like the Washington Nationals, patience uh, is what I would preach about both teams as it takes a while. Uh, you know, when you make this transition from really old to young players, they're doing it right. I got to say, it's not that total tear it down to the studs where you're going from the oldest team to the youngest team. And it's just a bunch of green guys, uh, green, I mean, inexperienced guys out on the ice that don't know what they're doing or at the NHL level anyway. So it's good uh, to pepper in talent with youth. If you want to take a look at the 2018 uh, Stanley Cup winning Washington Capitals, it wasn't all youth. It wasn't all experience. It was a mix of both. And I think that that's what the Capitals need. Tom Wilson, like I talked about off the top, your leader and other guys that are going to rise up to the challenge and take the bull by the horns. Uh, as we know, Carlson, all these guys are not getting any younger. It's time for the next wave of Capitals and it's coming a whole lot sooner than anyone thinks. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube. You are ultimately what makes this show successful. When you're done here, head on over to Locked On's 24-7 streaming channel. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.